welcome to the MX Vice SMX Review Show. Myself, Ben Rumbo, and my colleague, Brad Wheeler. How are you doing, Brad? Enjoying the racing the weekend? Yeah, yeah, it was good. Lots of good racing, Charlotte Savage. So, uh, yeah, fair play to our man on the phone for um, giving it a go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, uh, yeah, we had, uh, our guest was out there at the, at the Southwick enjoying himself in the sand. So, yeah, we'll just bring him in in a second. But, yeah, first off, just got to make sure that we thank our sponsors here to make sure that we're all good. We are fueled by Golf Race Fuels across sports cars, single seaters, motorcycle racing, and further afield, the golf brand is associated with winning whatever the discipline. Uh, this podcast is brought to you by AS3 Performance, the home of aftermarket motocross and enduro parts from hardware and protection parts, including skid plates and radiator braces, to performance cooling parts, including silicon radiator hoses and oversized impeller kits. AS3 also have a huge range of brake, clutch and gear levers, all with different features and adjustability. Check them out online at www.as3performance.co.uk. We also are helped out by Kawasaki Motors UK, who are pleased to announce the arrival of the all-new KLX 140R range. The easy-to-ride KLX 140R lineup offers a 144cc four-stroke engine, plush suspension, and push-button electric start, which makes for great trailblazers. The KLX 140R machines come in three different sizes, ranging from Junior's first tentative steps to pushing the door wide open on adult riding. The highly regarded KLX 140R range is ready and willing to add fun and enjoyment in 2023. Contact your local off-road dealership for more information. I'm also supported massively by evenstrokes.com, so uh, you can put your browseretedenstrokes.com and use this man's name yeah if you use the discount code bradwheeler10 so bradwheeler10 you get 10% off uh, your overall price when you shop at evenstrokes.com so yeah <clears throat> head to evenstrokes.com anything you buy there gets put straight back into the sport via MX Vice uh, and evenstrokes so um, yeah do us all a favour and shop at evenstrokes.com Fantastic, yeah, thanks Brad. So yeah, first off then, we've got uh, our guest is actually on the road, just getting used to the massive amount of distances that uh, he's got to, to travel these days, uh, over there in uh, the old US of A, and uh, this chap is more uh, used to riding the British Championship, which he has done very well the last couple of seasons, uh, so yeah, welcome to um, welcome to the show, to our AMA riding guest, Mr. Jürgen Matthias Talviku, how are you sir? Hello, good, thank you, thanks for having me. Yeah, no problem. So you're joining us on the road. So you've got another thousand miles to go to Spring to uh, Spring Creek. You're telling us, yeah? Yeah, that's right. Excellent. Well, I've got to jump straight into it because I know you're struggling on the road. We might lose signal at any point, so we'll uh, do the best we can. Uh, but yeah, how was Southwick? How did you find Southwick? It was awesome. I mean, uh, all the races I have done so far in the US, they have been mega. You know, uh, the crowd was amazing. So um, it was quite a challenging weekend for us with the weather, you know, it was really hot out there, humid, uh, track was gnarly to be honest, so uh, yeah, but I enjoyed a lot uh, the weekend and uh, I'm happy about my performance so far. Yeah, you put in a good show because we could see, I mean, obviously I knew you were going to be joining us and uh, I was hoping you were going to be joining us anyway when I asked, but uh, yeah, from that side you went from... Quite a way back. Certainly in the in the second race, you were quite a way there, and then uh, worked your way right right up very quickly. I think you were was it you were about thirty second on the first lap, and you worked your way up to like twenty third, and then like seventeenth with like twenty minutes to go. So you really came through the pack well. I mean, were you finding the track to your liking? Yeah, exactly. I mean, um, I love sand. You know, I'm uh, used to it's sanding conditions coming from Estonia. 
been living in Belgium and uh, Holland now a couple of years, so uh, I really enjoy those conditions. I, for sure, it was different soundtrack with all the hard uh, underneath and the edges everywhere, you know. But but uh, I got quite good uh, average start in the first one and just rode my own race. But second race, yeah, had the crash in the second corner and need, needed to come through the back, so um, it was quite challenging, you know. But I did my best and yeah, ended up 16 in the second one. So yeah, quite happy, like I said. Nice one. So um. Yeah, obviously the, your first, not your first time racing in America, but your first time at, uh, at Southwick. Um, you hear a lot of, what well, a lot of the Americans say, like this is, this is like our sand trap, but like then they, they don't really compare it to Longwall because it's a completely different kettle of fish. But if you, what is, if you were to compare it to sort of like either a, a track in Britain or on the GP scene, what would you say is sort of like the nearest track to Southwick? I mean, it was difficult in a different way. You know, it, it had like a sharp uh, bumps everywhere with short and uh, a lot of edges everywhere so you kind of um, use the main line you know but you, when you went off slippery out there but uh, I think it was quite close to track uh, when it's uh, soft no? so it's you know or uh, Rio Lasarda so uh, the burns were quite you know and uh, the track was quite hard you know and then it got softer and softer so yeah I would compare the track as Wolkenstrad or Gegum I would say Okay, yeah. So, Brad, I mean, um, we'll, uh, we'll go through that. Go through it there. Obviously, the the, the guest uh, kind of failed to work, so we'll, we'll get Jurgen back another time because uh, yeah, he was uh, obviously enjoyed himself out there and uh, enjoying the sound, and we'll, we'll get uh, get him back there because he looked like he was having a, a bit of a blast. But um, what do you think of it all? I mean, um, where do you want to start from? Two fifties? Uh, yeah, let's start on two fifties because I've got it up on the screen. But yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, just to touch on Jurgen. Yeah, obviously, it's, I think it's every European. Um, Asian, basically anyone who's not American's dream to go over and do do some <laughs> national Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nothing outside of America is there, according to them. So it's a shame, mate. It's a shame how it's worked out like that. But there you go. But yeah, uh, but um, yeah, I mean, fair play to him getting out there and giving it a go. Um, yeah, I think the two people who kicked ass. Yeah, you called oh, it. Yes. I think, didn't you? I have my, my got, I got first and second correct. <laughs> Did you? Yeah, yeah. I don't think I got any of the top three. I might have got maybe, but I got to bring up the scores. But uh, yeah, but, all in all, yeah, pretty dramatic with um, yeah, tro- troubles for Hunter Deegan. Not exactly having a brilliant day, but, but still coming away with the red plate. And then uh, yeah, the Alan yeah, Shimoda, think... the Moto winners. Yeah, the um, I mean Tom just he just put himself in good good positions like he's always done at the GPs um, got the starts and um, I don't think he was I don't think he was necessarily the fastest rider of the day but yeah like I said he was he was close enough to Cooper in the first one to sort of capitalise on it when Cooper fell over with a couple laps to go um, and yeah the third the third race the second race he was uh, he got the whole shot sort of got a big enough gap on like the rest of the field he kind of obviously knew what he needed to do to get the overall um, he's not really in the championship hunt so there's no need to sort of try and push too much and make a mistake and risk crashing just to try and get a second rather than just take the 1-3 and yeah yeah, I think he. I think um, we're going to see it a lot more now. Or not, not maybe not the overall wins, but a lot more whole shots, not more Tom VR whole shots. Um, just through yeah, the confidence. He he looks like his old self back out front. 
Um, I think he's, he's one of those riders like Jorge Prado, um, like Michael Essi. They just they're, they're just good when they they just that's the way they race. They get the whole shot and they lead from the yeah. front. Um, whereas obviously people like Tomac, Herlins, they just they just love eating roost. <laughs> Hampshire just lives for it. Um, yeah. I mean, I thought it was going to be. I thought it was not just another European day for Tom. He gets a decent start in race one. The Yamaha falls off in front of him. Yeah, I'm sure he's used to that. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, he comes through with uh, was it uh, six minutes left? Cooper fell, which is a shame for. I, 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 Cooper surprised me. I didn't think he'd have that in him. Um, I thought he'd be worse um, after his high point injuries. But yeah, he's obviously worked worked through that and is uh, is right back up the sharp end and a serious threat. I thought um, because even that, that uh, second race he had a tip over didn't he just when he was looking to close in on Joe yeah, so, yeah I think you got to be if you're Justin Cooper you're going away with that with a few positives don't you think yeah I think um, yeah he's another one he's, he's good when he's out front um, just like give him a top three start and let him run with it yes it's kind of the two mistakes probably cost him the overall I think he probably would have got Joe in the second race he did get the gap down sort of like within a second um, but yeah just two small little tip overs I mean easily done in conditions like that like soft easy to push the front through a berm like everyone's done it um, a yeah. million times in the sand uh, yeah not like an uncommon crash or anything but um, yeah I think it's no secret that the the star Yamaha has the fastest 250 which which will help in conditions like that um but you still got to ride it so um yeah yeah it's it's it's, he's back as the uh he's back at the top of the star Yamaha ladder per se even though (laughs) Deegan did come away with the red plate um yeah and he's um, only 22 points back from Deegan yeah so uh, I mean this this, this, in in this wild pack that just can't seem to settle itself um, so unpredictable which is great and painful when we're doing a prediction table Uh, but yeah so yeah 22 points back is Cooper two behind Shimoda can you believe Shimoda's only 20 points back from the yeah. win that's crazy from the series lead that's pretty wild Hampshire right in there just 13 points back uh, and obviously yeah Lawrence now five points behind Deegan but um, yeah what about Joe second race what a great ride yeah I mean it's what we expected I think all year from Joe it's what we saw at the end of last year um, yeah, what we're expecting to see carry forward into this year, but it just doesn't. It hasn't happened until until now. But yeah, um, got got a decent start, got into the lead, put together some good laps. He had some good lines, just sort of making the outsides work, just carrying the speed. Uh, yeah, I mean Cooper closed in on him a little bit, but yeah, dropped it, and Joe had a <clears throat> nice nice cruise to the to the checkered flag, take his first win of the year. And yeah, first first podium of the year. I think I think they said on the broadcast he's the only pro circuit rider to get on to get on the podium since like like twenty nineteen or something or twenty twenty something ridiculous. Yeah, so, since COVID. Yeah, since COVID. Yeah, so <laughs> mad madness. Yeah. When you think how many titles they've won. <laughs> Yeah, over the years. Um, I mean, there have been 
really hit with injuries, obviously, this season as well. I mean, it's nice to see Hamaker up towards the, the sharp end, I thought. I mean, uh, yeah. a decent day, seeing five motos, and he was right on the pace, and I think only perhaps a bit of race fitness yeah. lacking uh, in, in that going uh, that, that hurt him, really. But, yeah, it was good to see him uh, going up there as well. And um, But, yeah, I mean, when we look to the, when we look to the title combatants, I mean, Deegan dug in for a good fourth in the first race. Then he had that bad second race again with that crash. I, I'm quite amazed in the footage of... Uh, Cooper going around, around VL yeah, yeah. right at the opposite <laughs> side of the track. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it's, um, yeah. God, that's like a double whammy. Cooper looking up to his teammate <laughs> yeah. on his ass and he's just passed VL. I think it was Christmas was to kill it once. <laughs> yeah, I think, uh, yeah, Seth Hamaker, yeah, really good rider. I think he was, he was there in third, didn't look out of place at all. Speed was good. Um, yeah, I think obviously your race fitness, if it's going to show out anywhere, it's going to be there. So I think you put you put him in that position on any other track, and he probably gets a fourth or a fifth. Mm. Um, yeah, just yeah, two two good riders, seven five. Deegan, that was that was a really gritty ride in the first one to get a, to come back to fourth. Um, yeah, really charging late into the race. Um, and yeah, the second race, yeah, kind of they didn't get a good start, kind of stalled out, didn't really make passes very well um, but I mean at the end of the day he came away with the red plate obviously is probably his worst round to date but yeah uh, yeah it is by by, by a, a distance in fact yeah um, for this year uh, it is but it's worst by uh, he was uh, Thunder Valley he went 4-9 and he was 4-10 uh, Southwick so yeah certainly yeah that was um yeah, one of one of his worst, and but that that uh, second race was weird because him and Hunter were way down there. Yeah, uh, like you say, just weren't coming through. I mean, Hunter only got up to eighth. Um, he's hurting, isn't he? He's hurting more than he's letting on. Do you think? Yes, I think so. I think you you kind of see in the first one he he was in third, I think. Yeah, third bike. Let's go! Just absolutely devastating with like two laps to go. Um, yeah, really. Like, obviously, had the first had the first turn crash at Redbird, DNF comes out at Southwick, gets in a really good position with a third, um, and yeah, the bike lets go. Absolutely gut wrenching. You kind of see it on his face, like he was in pain and just yeah, emotionally in pain. Pulls a yeah. pulls a semi decent start um, with a, obviously a terrible gate pick. Um, yeah, kind of salvages an eighth, but I think yeah, he's. He's in more pain, yeah, like you said, than he's letting on. Um, mm. But I think it's it's going to put him back into that position where he's got to win. Um, yeah, I think I think he's better in those positions. Um, we've seen it in the outdoors before. He gets the red plate, and it kind of all goes to shit. Um, <laughs> so hopefully this will just sort of reset it. He's not. It's not like he's out of it um, no. by any stretch. Um, he could easily go out and get a two-one this weekend at Millville and come back away with a red plate. Um, but yeah, I think yeah. if you're Honda, that's two DNFs in two years. Um, <laughs> so I'll take that, I guess, wouldn't you? Especially at Southwick, I suppose. But yeah, yeah I, yeah, I mean, I've seen a lot of things like on Facebook and Twitter saying that like, Deegan's lucky he's got the red plate, but. I mean, the first turn crash is 
you you wouldn't be in a first turn crash if you were in the lead if you got the whole shot. Um, yeah. I mean the bike the bike malfunction is is pretty unfortunate, but could be due to rads filled up, overheating. Um, obviously, just speculating could be a number of things, but yeah, I mean Deegan's put himself there week in week out. And yeah, no doubt about that. He's yeah, he's he's not riding like a rookie. No, that's for sure. That that um, that that one move that you think he meant uh, uh, it went on to. Um, I was sorry when he made a move. Was it, I think it was on Di Francesco. He's launched into that sand pit. Yeah. Oh, no, it was uh, passing Hamaker, passing Hamaker mm. for fifth. Absolutely launched it into that sand pit, like almost landed on the up ramp. Now I was like, like the, the bike was going to break in half. But yeah, he certainly, uh, he certainly was full commitment into that. And yeah, you can see it in the kid. He really wants it, yeah. and it's, uh, like, it's awesome to see. Dude, yeah, really animated when he rides as well. Like must use a lot of energy and. He's clearly been putting the work in off bike, um, yeah, because he's he's not flagging at the end of the at the end of the races. He's he's still strong. So that's that. If anything to be taken out of this year is is that how impressive that is for like a 16, 17 year old to have that sort of fitness. Yeah, absolutely, hundred percent. The um, the one that got me as well at the end of the day was that uh, it was a really great scrap between. Vial and Hampshire. I mean, you really couldn't hope for two more contrasting styles. I mean, was tucking up inside lines, finding the smooth bits, really riding like a, a good, solid sort of sand rider. Um, and uh, and like, yeah, Ham- Hampshire was just hammering every bump that he could find. No goggles, just like, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> just yeah. Like I mean, and, uh, somehow Vial held him off, which I think was is again wonderful for his confidence and for his reputation in the states. I mean, he's such a baby-faced assassin, isn't he? I mean, like you say, you think. Hampshire, you think this guy is chewing mm. nails, uh, and this guy Vial looks like he's still there sucking his thumb. I mean, it's just crazy sort of uh, contrast. But hey, it worked. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, that's, that's if you're going to say there's two different ways to ride, that's the, the two people you're going to show <laughs> show. But yeah, I think um, yeah, if there's one rider you don't want behind you with three laps to go around Southwick is RJ Hampshire. He just does not doesn't know the word quit he'll just <clears throat> keep the thing just yeah. as long as he's that right he's got the throttle twisted as far around as he can get it you've got to, you've got to admire <laughs> the commitment <laughs> um, yeah like you said no goggles just face full of sand I think if he had goggles I think he probably would have got Vial um, yeah. just yeah I think I think Vial was kind of feeling it um, by all accounts it's like I've not been there but it's quite like a hot humid place like it's quite yeah, close like quite difficult to catch your breath so I think yeah he was just well, kind of making sure he just didn't make any big mistakes that were going to really take it out of him just trying to yeah find those smooth lines and um, yeah I think if Hampshire had his goggles he would have I think he would have found a way past but yeah all credit to Tom to just <clears throat> just held his lines rode smooth yeah. um, did what he had to do <laughs> Yeah, and it was hot. I mean, we saw that. Um, I saw uh, a picture of Anton Gold, mm. uh, the Swedish rider, passed out after race one yeah. because of the heat and humidity, and they just had that little rain shower. Um, and uh, according to the commentators, anyway, who of course know that place much better than uh, we British boys do, uh, yeah, they were very much uh, saying that yeah, the rain uh, would only have added to the humidity because then you're getting the that moisture in the air that's hanging around as well, especially in amongst the trees and everything. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it was good of Vial to sort of uh, almost laugh off that first motor in the interview 
interview, I just thought it was a nice little bit of a gamesmanship where he just sort of, yeah, looked all baby face and just said, yeah, I'd like it to see in amongst the woods, in amongst the woods, <laughs> yeah. the forest, and, uh, you know, and uh, I'm looking forward to the second race. And everyone's like, what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. I think it was a good example of GP Chopped, I think, personally. You know, that's, mm. uh, like you say, as, as Jorgen said, it's more like Kegums than, than Lommel. Yeah, um, yeah, it looks, um, yeah, I mean, for anyone who's listened to this probably knows Lommel's just a, just a bottomless pit from hell. Um, but, yeah, I mean, yeah, I've written it a few times, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's fucking awful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's just <laughs> yeah it's it's i wouldn't want to i've not i've not actually raced it but i've yeah i've practiced there a few times and it's um it's a miserable place uh <laughs> it's a place. yeah just oh, there's nowhere to have a break like nowhere to sit down it's not for me but, um, yeah, yeah sure. the, it, I mean Southwick it, it was rough it was choppy um, yeah I think it's a bit of a, a slower pace minus sort of like that one really long sweeper and obviously a bit mm. like back around the start yeah I think it probably yeah it does kind of look a little bit more like Kegum's bit more choppy higher speeds around like yeah I think yeah, I mean, we did. You wouldn't have heard it, but uh, yeah, Jorgen did kind of say it's, um, yeah, like Kegum's kind of. But <clears throat> yeah, it's, look, it's, it looked it looked difficult either way. <laughs> it did. It looked, to be fair, it looked like one I'd quite fancy going to watch. You know what I mean? I thought actually, I, I would I would be there watching now, and that would be uh, entertaining because yeah, they, they, the different levels of the fitness and yeah. they're all coming through. So I mean, yeah, fair play to Joe Shimoda. Great to see. Uh, yeah, I think that's the first uh, Kawasaki win of the year, uh, which is awesome uh, yeah. on the outdoors in either uh, category, obviously. But yeah, so it's good to see with Joe, and uh, obviously he's been on our show, and uh, yeah, wish him more success. So hopefully this will be the start of a good season because like we, like we say there's only 20 points between himself and Deegan anything can happen in this class uh, all it needs is just some consistency from somebody mm. uh, and it's uh, it's going to be there isn't it? so it's uh, yeah, going to be a massively entertaining uh, final five rounds of the season Three, yeah five mm, rounds so. Millville then Yundilla uh, Washougal uh, Wash and then Yundilla is there a little bit of a break after Washougal uh, bear with I wouldn't say there's like a week or two weeks before Unadilla. I'm sure that's what they said. Could be completely wrong. Um, but yeah, I think if uh, I feel like after Wash Eagle, um it will sort of filter back down to two or three guys. I think you'll see Hunter, Hunter Deegan. I kind of feel like Hampshire is going to put a string of good results together and get himself get himself right back in the mix yeah there are two weekends off between uh, Washougal and Unadilla yeah so yeah uh, do you say Unadilla you do say Unadilla they say, say Unadilla I say Unadilla yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I'd never, I'd never like that. Sounds too European. Unadilla. You sounds like Udavala. <laughs> yeah, two contrasted tracks. So yeah, Unadilla, uh, Buzz Creek, and Ironman to finish the uh, the, uh, the the year three weekends in a row. Yeah, I mean so, it would yeah, be great like, for it to come down to to that final moto at Ironman, like sort of a winner takes all. It could be awesome. awesome. That's, 
an amazing wide open track for passing as yeah. well for, uh, for that sort of going so that should be pretty awesome so yeah fingers crossed on the 250s so while we're there on the 250s uh, yeah let me just uh, inform you of the predictions that we made last week and uh, yeah I'm afraid Ty Masterpool he said he didn't know much about the 250s he didn't pick a single man on the podium so sorry Ty uh, <laughs> if you hear this back uh, yeah no points for, for there uh, and apart from your pick um, of yourself Ty on the, on the podium he actually got it got it spot on jet in front of Sexton so yeah that's, <laughs> that's <laughs> we got those two bits right it's just the bit where he got himself on the podium that he was a bit off um, but yeah you did get you had Cooper you had the other you had the top two but you had them the wrong the wrong way around so you had uh, oh. you had Cooper you had Cooper beating, beating Vial and then RJ so it could very nearly well close with RJ <laughs> Sorry? I was close with RJ. Yeah, well, I mean, if RJ had made the move on yeah. there, yeah, then actually he would have been. It would have been Cooper yeah, and RJ. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so that close to a perfect race. But yeah, so yeah, I got to the Alan Cooper. I'd Kitchen third. Uh, so sadly, I was a bit off with that one. But there we go. Uh, do you want to predict? Predict Spring Creek yeah. for the uh, 250s this time. Yes. Um. I feel like um, I, oh, I don't know. I think I think Hunter's going to rebound and right. win the overall. Uh, not one-one, but I think he'll win the overall. Um, followed okay. by Vial and Deegan. Ooh. Nice one. I'm going to go for. Justin Cooper his first overall win of the year um, and I, I, I'm liking RJ I think RJ for second and I'll go Fial third there we go okay it's in it's entered it's done <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all good. So, yeah, 450s then. Yeah. So, 450s, uh, we all guessed correctly, Jet, on the podium. Uh, you, you had you had Fra, uh, on the win, yeah. You had Ferrandis and then Masterpool. Um, I had AP and Ferrandis. So, I actually got first and third correct. Ah. So, there we go. So I, I caught up I in this Masterpool for third overall. Yeah. Did I? Yeah, you let our guest influence you, Brad, because he he picks himself. I thought he said he'd like, go like three. I thought he said he'd go like three five, or did I say like? I thought it was. I thought it was a bit of a suck up move, but you went with yeah, it. It was a little bit. <laughs> I regret that now. <laughs> we're all loving. We're all loving the tie. You know, I'm not going to blame you for that. We all get influenced by Master Paul. He was. Uh, he had a fifth in the first one. Yeah, he was right up there. I, was, I mean, it's, it's brilliant. Just, I mean, I know it's a bit strange and a bit fanboy maybe to say in this position we're talking to a guy and then he's there on telly racing with the, with the best. It's, it's still pretty wild to, uh, to to think that's happening with us this year. But uh, it's uh, he was great. And uh, yeah, like you say, he, but the, the second race he kind of hit the wall a little bit, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. I think um, yeah, the first race took out of him. He was he was doing everything he could to keep Dylan behind him in that first one. <laughs> Threw everything at it. Um, fair play to him. But um, yeah, I think he kind of blew his britches in the first one, and um, yeah. yeah, just he, all he could manage was a tenth. But better than Anderson's fourteenth, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was um, 
I was getting excited at one point because I thought Anderson was going to get beaten by Adamson, and I was just hoping that uh, the Scotsman John, of course, yeah, for those not listen, those listening who don't know, Scotsman John Adamson, who rides on the sort of official gas gas team in the UK. He doesn't even do well. He's done a few GPs, hasn't he? He's done a handful of MXGP rounds this year. Yeah. But uh, yeah, for him to uh, go through, and I spoke with that in the last race. He, um, I'm just have a look at the the results there, just just while we're on the, the subject of John Adamson. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah he was running a Husky, although you know it's uh, uh, pretty much the same bike we know, but still running a Husky instead of a Gas Gas. And uh, yeah, he went. He was 19th in race one, and he actually got himself right up to 15th. But had a last lap crash. I was hoping to ask Jurgen about it to see what happened yeah. because, uh, yeah, because uh, he suddenly he was right behind. Like I say, he was right behind El Ombre. Yeah. And all of a sudden, he was um, he was down in 22nd. So uh, uh, or 24th. Sorry, he finished. So that was a real shame. But yeah, I reckon the um, he dropped it there on the last few laps. Otherwise, he would have scored points in both. But yeah, even so, but what what in- a weird international field going through. Yeah, that Roman Pape. I've never even heard of him. Carol Kutsar, an Estonian, was up there. Obviously, Lars van Berkel, one of uh, Herlings' best mates, enjoying the sand there. Lorenzo de Kirchhoff, Venezuela, Norman and Krestinov got some TV time. That was pretty pretty crazy to yeah. see them. Yeah. At <laughs> but at the start yeah, of the show, has to was, be um, Very much. I mean, yeah, the, the European <laughs> takeover. With, uh, yeah, Anton Goal. Yeah, Romain. I mean, Pape, I think they call him the Pope. Um, yeah, Carol Kutzar, yeah, Van Burkle. Van Burkle didn't do as well as I thought. I thought he'd be a little bit higher. Um, yeah, yeah. Ho- Jose Burton of Spain. Jose Burton. 9-6. What an absolute stormer. Six. That last, that last lap. I mean, that last uh, moto, I, I recorded it. Three, in the last three laps, he passed Masterpool, that local boy Chris Canning. Yeah. Uh, and and C and Cerullo. Yeah, uh, I mean, just it's pretty incredible, really. Yeah, really. <laughs> I wouldn't even have pegged him as a sand rider. Like, no. he's <laughs> from Spain. Like, it's usually predominantly blue groove hard pack. Um, I don't yeah. recall him ever having any standout rides at like Volkensvard or Lommel or Kegums. I feel like a lot of his good rides were. <laughs> Like France, um, like the early rounds, like Qatar. Um, yeah, yeah. Fair play to him. And nine, <laughs> nine six for six. That's an impressive showing. Yeah, it felt to me like watching, um, like watching gifting at Oak Hanger. Just that same sort of thing where everyone else's lap times are dropping, but his wasn't. Yeah, you know, it's just that, that sort of uh, GP fitness, just keeping it going there. So, yeah, I think it was uh, a case of that. So, I might sound like I'm flying the flag for the Euros, uh, but I'm going to a little bit there. Yeah, uh, I just accidentally, I just accidentally brought up an old 1950s rider called John Burton. That's not him. Yeah. Uh, was... <laughs> yeah. Um, but Jet was phenomenal. As per, yeah. like, didn't get either whole shot, but was in the lead by the end of that sort of long downhill single jump thing. Second corner, yeah. Every time, wasn't it? Um, yeah. Just, yeah. Almost. <clears throat> oh, not obviously, didn't look like Hurlins, but sort of jumping the bumps, really sort of letting the bike do everything for him, not wasn't rushing anywhere wasn't burying the bike in the berms 
um, you you, know, you could see like all the laps he'd done around places like Lommel and Lear Up, like the the proper yeah. sand tracks. Um, and then you kind of watch Chase, and he's not fighting the bike, but he's really having to work. He's hitting the berms hard, really sucking the speed out of the bike, yeah. just burying the bike in the berms. Um, I mean, obviously, still going pretty fast, but just making it look yeah, sure. just like almost doing twice the work as Jet. Um, and it showed like the gap would stay sort of two, three seconds, and then sort of five minutes to go, it would just creep out and creep out and creep out. And yeah. before we know it, it's, it was 10 plus seconds, and Jet was on his way to another 1 1. Um, just on the subject of Boutron, so I just brought up some records there. He has won one MX2 mm. GP moto ten years ago. MX2. Yeah, MX2. Was it? Wasn't it a? Um, wasn't it like a combined race they did? In like, um, it was. I want to say it was like Thailand or somewhere like a flyaway. It was a flyaway. Like Indonesia. Um, Other side of the world. Right? Other side of the world. Brazil. Brazil. But he has won EMX Open at Kagan's. Yeah. <laughs> didn't he win? I thought he won, he won the championship, didn't he? I think he won, won the title last year or the year before. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Uh, EMX Open champion. And uh, yeah, one of his victories was Turkey and the other one was at Kegums. Mm. So there you are. So yeah, not too bad at all. But uh, yeah, quite amazing. But yeah, in the subject of Jet, he had the ultimate endorsement that I think I, if I was Jet Lawrence, I'd be just framing, put on the wall and uh, maybe retiring because I don't think he can get any better than that. Uh, Jean-Michel Bale put on his uh, on his social media and said that yeah okay. uh, people have been telling people have been telling me that uh, my technique is outdated and that uh, you know you can't win by being smooth and uh, yeah he said he'd just like to tell everybody that they're talking rubbish and uh, <laughs> he was actually he was actually quite snotty to anybody that uh, might have questioned yeah. him there was JMB but uh, as, as is his Ch- one, chances uh, are that Jet has any <laughs> idea who JMB is <laughs> <laughs> Uh, my, my just, hero, my uh, hero just another guy sharing a story yeah this is it <laughs> <laughs> some French dude <laughs> yeah it's quite quite a good post if anyone can look up JMB's uh, Facebook it's uh, it's well worth a look because uh, he does not hold back yeah um, so yeah pretty cool but uh, yeah I mean just impeccable like you say just oh dear someone's in front of me no panic oh. straight through <laughs> gone yeah I'm like, I'm like gone within within a matter of two three straights just accelerating I mean just looked like he was looks like he's on a 750 not a 450 yeah. just incredible sort of the, the amount of uh, amount of distance he pulled away although Chase was starting to make it uh, bring a bit of hope to it you know I thought that um, he was starting to keep him honest and you've got to think that if Jet does get a bad crash then if Chase is up the front he's got a chance of pulling enough of a gap but yeah, I think that's I think what we're this, yeah I think this is the only way that anyone's <laughs> going to beat him is if yeah I mean obviously he's not he's not getting out to like 40 50 second leads he's sort of keeping it at that 3-4 mark so yeah just a tip over <clears throat> you sort of 7-8 yeah. seconds um, is all, all it could possibly take but um I mean, he could just get out, turn on the afterburners, and be back in the lead in three laps. But 
I, get, I mean, he crashed. He had quite a big crash at high point, and he still won. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I don't yes. know. We'll see. Hopefully, it would be good if Kenny came back and mm. did a few as well. Sort of really get the cat amongst the pigeons. Um, and um, I mean, there was uh, in uh, following the British Championship as I do. Obviously, there's the uh, um, a similar sort of perfect record was held briefly by uh, that youth rider Billy Askew, and he, he got to 13 motor wins in a row, and then he crashed in the next one. So yeah, you know, that, and the, the bike was gone, and that was that. That was the the perfection, perfect season gone. So uh, who knows? Who knows? Yeah, motor yeah, wins, yeah, yeah. number 14 is coming up. I mean, motor 14 is after. So you know, we, we're relying on superstition to beat yeah. Jack Lawrence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean. It's only happened three times in the history of the sport for a reason. So, yes, yes, um, absolutely, pretty insane. Yeah, um, oh. and then I think Frandis was was good scrapping away. Um, AP looked like slaughtered on the podium, um, you know. But uh, it, it, everyone else just seems to be walking wounded, don't they? Yeah, yeah. Obviously, Chase had his uh, injury after Parla. Dylan sort of came into the season recovering from an injury uh, Central has got his wrist thing Anderson had a concussion uh, AP I don't know if there's anything wrong with AP or not I think he was probably the next health like the healthiest next healthiest one after Jet but um, yeah he was a back issue yeah he, he, yeah he struggled at Redbird but 4-4 four, four for fourth um, I think Obviously, he wants to, he wants to get on the box, but uh, I mean, didn't really beat anyone of any. <laughs> I mean, I suppose he beat Adam and Jason. Uh, yeah, yeah, nothing to hang your proverbial hat on, I don't think. But um, I mean, March, March back to fifth overall again was a decent ride considering he was under the weather. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's it's one of those four fifty class at the moment this year, isn't it? I mean. Like you say, when you've got the likes of Kresanoff, 11th overall, I mean, Kresanoff hasn't been on GP pace for some years. Yeah. So, you know, um, yeah, it, it's it's worrying for, for, the, for the 450 class in the AMA, I think, long, long, long term. Is this what it's going to be like? You know, uh, they're going to have to really try and think it over, aren't they? Yeah, I think, yeah, with obviously the uh, WSX, um, taking a few guys away not that the guys they've taken would be beating Jet but just more guys to get in the mix um, yeah. yeah are they going to have to reevaluate the 250 class similar to what um, the GPs have to, well, we're, we're considering an age rule well it's just yeah something other than a championship to force you up just um yeah, because obviously, like Jose Boutron, sixth overall, basically retired a couple of years ago. Chris Canning does like off road stuff, right? He's a local, but yeah. still. Uh, time Aspel, a bone stock, Kawasaki, Gert Krestenoff, <laughs> again, like, just came out from under his rock. <laughs> and just rocked up on a foot on a Honda and went twelve, twelve or eleventh. Um, I've just, um, I've just brought Kresnov up there. So yeah, he's, he's uh, sorry, I could resist. He's um, just about to turn thirty-three. Yeah, um, he won a an MX2 Grand Prix in two thousand and two thousand and it was the year it was two thousand eight. 
Well done. Yes, indeed. Yes. Is he, I believe Simpson, Rattray and Searle all crashed in the first corner. That's right, yeah. And he, he went like so he went like 10-1 or 10-1. 4-1. Yeah, that yeah. yeah. So yeah, he likes he likes it. He likes it soft. So yeah, and, yeah. Uh, he won he won an MX3. Oh, GP. he's been he's been getting rides off that GP win <laughs> since. <laughs> yeah, he got MX3 GP in uh, 2013 at Valkensvart. So yeah, that's uh, that's pretty insane. He did a bit of British Championship as well, didn't he? So I'll yes, to, yeah, he's he for um, LPE, I think. That's right, LP Kawasaki, yeah, yeah, crazy. Like and, yeah, like 12 or something, 13. Um, but yeah, you're talking about, you know, if if, if uh, they want to pull out the, the nine best riders in the world, I'm afraid mm-hmm. they got an argument because, you know, there is there is no way. I mean, with, with Jet, I mean, yeah, with the top three or four, Jet and Chase and Dylan, you'd say they'd be top 10 racers in, in MSGP, but I think the rest of them, <clears throat> absolutely not. No, no, I agree. I think, or even, I think even Dylan... At the moment, he's, uh, he's, I mean, no, no secret, he's not enjoying the bike. Uh, he's struggling. I don't know if he would even get in that top 10 at the GP. He's that top 10 at the GP level now is is high, obviously, with, yeah. like, there's three Yam guys, obviously Prado, Fevra, um, like, that's five straight away. And then you've got yeah, Geyser, Fernandez. Um, like if Hurlings is back, um, yeah, yeah, but yeah, like Jet and Chase, you can chuck them straight in, um, and they'll be yeah near the front, battling for wins, battling for podiums, um, yeah, like yeah, Dylan sort of battling like just inside the top ten, maybe like like tenth or eleventh, but yeah, Plessinger, yeah, he's <laughs> battling for points, I think. Yeah, yeah, it's um, it's just tricky, isn't it? So yeah, so there we are. I mean, uh, yeah, the 450 class is is, is a bit of an issue. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so uh, like, is is this is this going to be the 450 class moving forward? Like, <laughs> minus um, Barsha and Tomac. Um, there's not really. Even then, you're two, even then, you're talking two guys in their 30s who, hmm. with all intents and purposes, are past their best especially with this injuries uh, with the injuries yeah I mean not, so, not that they're going to come in and take win, like win when Tomac's probably be a best bet to beat Jack but yeah Barsh is by no means going to come in and take race wins but yeah just another guy in the top five but still I suppose if like Anderson and Sinsler are back to 100% you've, you've got a pretty healthy looking top 10 then I suppose but um <clears throat> Yeah, it's uh, it's a tricky one. I think it's just it could just hopefully it's just one of those years where the the privateers <laughs> just grabbing grabbing it while they can. Yeah. <laughs> so is this the this the first steps of a merger? Perhaps I'm just thinking how juicy a championship would be if you put mm. Sexton and uh, Lawrence in with uh, Prado and Fevre and, and and a healthy Hurlings and Geyser as well. We can but dream, Brad. We can but dream. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Anyway, so your predictions for Southwick then. Um, apart, uh, apart from uh, Spring Creek, then. Um, well, hard not to go with Jet. Yeah, I think I'm there with you there. And Sexton. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the top. I feel like the top three just writes itself now. <laughs> um, I just can't see anyone beating like. I can't, I can't see anyone beating Frandis for third. Um. Mm. And I can't see anyone. I can't see Chase beating Jet for for the win. Um, 
Oh, I, I spoil, yeah, so I'm just going to say J Jack Chase and Ferrandis. <laughs> <laughs> just to be slightly different, I'm going to roll the dice and say uh, Jack's going to beat Ferrandis and then Ferrandis is going to beat Sexton. There you go, I'm going to be that one. There you go. <laughs> I'm going okay. to put Ferrandis second. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm going to keep my eyes on that uh, German chocolate because I reckon if he rides Spring Creek, it might well be... Uh, yes. Yeah, 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 he's um, good. He's good at Millwall. Really yeah, I think I'd... Um, uh, yeah, I, I think it might even give him second over Chase. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so there we go. Um, so, yeah, we look forward to... Spring Creek. I mean, uh, you know, it's still a good racing to watch. They do find good coverage there of the uh, the Euros and four fifties and fifties is red hot. You know, you got to say two fifties is is the day's entertainment. In all honesty, uh, plus whatever short time they can be bothered to cover jet for, uh, and uh, in the four fifties, I mean, that's just it's so nice watching. Yeah, them. I, just, I happily just watched thirty minutes of them just riding around. <laughs> It's, uh, yeah, it is nice to watch. Uh, slightly off the racing topic, of course, the uh, the big news came with Cooper Webb and mm. KTM parting ways. Hardly a shock, but it was a little bit earlier than we all thought. Yeah, I think I think most people saw it coming. It was going to come the end of the year, but yeah, to sort of do it mid-season um, with obviously the SMX thing still um, looming. I think he... I don't know. He was he was going well in Supercross before he um, yeah. had his concussion. So I think he would have been sort of in the hunt for the SMX thing. But um, yeah, I mean, we may we may still see him turn up on something at SMX. Yeah, perhaps we shall see. But yeah. <laughs> be a, a, a perhaps a blue bike with a hasty rubbed out number three and a number two put on mm. the top of it perhaps yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah I think uh, I think you could be right but because um, he's got a good fine I mean the points he's got he's, he's second only to um, to chase in the, in the SMX yeah and I think he had a super cross win as well which I think automatically gets you in yeah um, anyway so yeah he'll he's got the opportunity to be there if he chooses to mm. and, and if he's healthy enough of course yeah. Who knows how bad? Who knows how bad his injury was? Yeah. yeah, we'll see. So there we go. That's uh, that's the SNX review. So yeah, we've got to say uh, massive thanks to. Uh for attempting to join us there we'll uh, hopefully uh, get him back uh, on a future date so yeah thanks to Jürgen for uh, attempting to, to join us and uh, yeah I know it's uh, all a bit tricky but yeah thanks for doing that uh, and also yeah thanks to yourself Brad for helping us out again yeah. seeing us through another podcast and yeah i got to say a massive thanks to AS3 Performance let's get this bit uh, so hang on a second okay I say a massive thanks to AS3 Performance, uh, who stock a huge selection of aftermarket motocross parts available for the 1980s Evo two-stroke models to the current four-stroke bikes. Uh, also to Kawasaki Motors UK, check out the new KLX 140R lineup for youth riders with electric start, three different sizes uh, to operate to take riders from the first tentative steps to the preparation for adult bike riding. And uh, yeah, make sure you contact your local dealership for information on the Kawasaki KLX 140R range. Also to Golf Race Fuels across sports cars, single-seaters, motorcycle racing and further afield the golf brand is associated with winning whatever the discipline and of course evenstrokes.com get on there use this man's name yeah use uh, the discount code bradwheeler10 so bradwheeler10 uh, and evenstrokes has also got a deal on at the moment if uh, you're in the market for buying some youth gear um, if you buy f four sets of just one youth gear you get free helmet um, so yeah 
Wow. If you're looking at getting some 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 fresh kit for the second half of the year, have a look at uh, evenstrokes.com. They got some pretty pretty tasty deals over there. Nice one. Yeah. So thanks for everybody for listening, and uh, yeah, we'll sort out another SMX review podcast for next week. So yeah, thanks, Brad. Nice thanks to everybody for listening. See you next time. Hey.